Blog Talk Radio. Here I go, Michael. I'm going to be dancing.
are here back today. I mean, how do you love having two shows a week? Well, if you ask me, I love it because I love being with you, and I love my panel, and I absolutely love the subject that we have today. So I am going to get right to who's here, and you all know him. He's an evidential medium. He's one of the UK's, actually the world's best, actually the universe's best, because, you know, he channels Archangel Michael, and that that angel is something so special. I'm in awe every time I'm in his energy, and I'm so happy and proud and honored that he is here with us today, and I know that you are too. So please help me welcome to the house Grant Collier and Michael. Hi, everyone. Hi, how you doing? And this is Grant Collier, a.k.a. Archangel Turiel. Um, we're nice, and it's a pleasure to come back on the show again. Me and Michael are very excited about the topic today. I think it's a topic that sits in an area where we don't quite understand the word, the word and what it means and what it is all about within the association of where it leads us in the future. Michael is on top form today. He's, he's, he's been with me very closely over the last sort of 12 hours. And um, we've become very close together again uh, through meditation within the last sort of eight or nine hours. Um, yeah, it's an amazing. It's going to be an amazing show. There's, his energy is. is absolutely flowing today. I love it, and you know that's why I'm filled with such vigor and love, and I am so excited because this show is all about, and it's something that I I, I feel everyone has one opinions on two is they might not understand it can see this in this lifetime so today we're going to talk about and rightly so michael named it karma drama so we're going to talk about karma and really what karma means because there's so many people who walk around oh karma's evil karma's bad karma's this karma's that but it really isn't and we are going to hear from Grant Collier, who I just adore, and his guide or his angel, which is Archangel Michael. Now, you know, Tyriel and, 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 and Michael are brothers, and I don't want to speak out of turn. I'll let him tell you, and it's going to be that in itself is interesting, but today we are going to talk about karma. So I'm going to ask you, Grant, what do you feel before I actually agree with you a million percent and then tell you mine because I know we both we both rock the same principle what do you feel karma is and how does it work here on a daily basis well karma we all think of the word karma when we say oh karma will come around as a negative no karma can come around in a positive as much as a negative and karma is only reflected back from our own energy it means that for whatever we do in, in life, it will bring karma back is in good or bad. So, for instance, nobody else can put bad karma out over you. Because if you put bad karma out to somebody else, you are going to receive bad karma back. What it means is, is that we have 
somewhere got into this feeling about, you know, we talked about um, energy of um, spells, witchcraft, energy. And there is such things as blockages within situations of life. But what we do and what normally happens when we are casted a spell upon us, we think negatively that this has happened. So when we think negatively that this has happened, and we are worried that this negativity is going to come in. We put a worry, a blockage, a fear energy in, which is a negativity, which will cause you negativity back. So it's the words that's being given to give you that sense and feeling of fear. There is two energies in this universe that exist that are very strong, love and fear. And if we fear something, or we are negative within something, then we will draw negatives in to teach us something from where we are in life. If we are working within the good of karma, and we're putting good karma out to all, then positivity and abundance comes back. So karma is about self-karma, and not karma put on to others. Because there is no such way that we can deal with karma to others on this. We have no control over the energy of karma within others. We only have control within the karma of our own existence, our own energy, our own life's lesson. So when we put out negative karma, we just receive the negativity back. Because it's in bad form to go forward by putting negative energy out over others because it means that we are not learning something within our own energy to do so. So that's the the basic way of talking and learning about karma. Karma comes within the universe and us. We are at one with the universe and the universe is at one with us. And it means that within that energy, we only corrupt our own lives by putting negativity out or negativity within ourselves. If we put positivity through and we keep that positive light energy through, then it will come back. I mean, let's go for instance, I know all of this, but Grant is still human and Michael tells him every day. If you think negatives <laughs> about situations, then it's going to cause you negatives. For instance, I was in a very negative space over the last week or so for personal reasons, not going into any detail. But I put energy there and I had, I had negative running through my veins for a very short period of time. And Michael kicked me up the backside and said, Grant, you cannot do this for you are going to serve negative karma back on yourself. And it did. I lost my bank card. I had to renew my bank card. I'm waiting for one to come. The dashboard on my car nearly set alight this week. It actually had smoke pouring out of it. And I was nearly trapped about 200 miles away from my home um, with no assistance. So other things that can cause that, or other things that's happened around that energy, and I've been very supportive within the energy of people like yourself and other people around me that has given me that support. But it just shows you, it's giving you, the universe is giving you or me or whoever an indication that if we don't change the way we feel, then there's going to be things that's going to oppose us on that journey. So for us, what we have to do is step back from our negative self and sit within a place outside of ourselves 
and help ourselves. Help us. Help who you are within that energy of the higher vibrational energy inside you to the lower forms of where we get to the energy of depression, negativity, mental health. Anything on that energy is going to form the energy of, of negativity in your life. So I always say to you, you know, as much as mental health isn't easy, and I'm not here to say that it is, mental health is to say, try and step out of your zone as much as possible, because your surroundings of your negative energy that's been supporting you, or not supporting you, but hounding you for so long, is, is harboring that negativity because it's a reminder. So for you and anybody out there that's listening around America or across the world right now, remember, don't have bad karma. Stay in the good karma of your own self because unfortunately karma becomes a blockage. It's a blockage of things, negativities, upsets, things in your mind that is trying to show you your way to say, look, if we think happily and we step out of the situation of where we are, think positively, then the universe will rectify the energy. In time, things will turn themselves around. I love that, I, I always, this might be my microphone. So um, I'm just, let me talk, and if it doesn't happen again, I'll have to take my mic off. But, you know, I always look at karma because... I've seen it in my 20s. I couldn't believe it. It was the first time I actually saw karma come and hit somebody in the face. And I thought to myself, when I knew what the situation was, oh, my goodness gracious, it's coming right now. Karma doesn't always, some people think that karma, oh, well, if I do something challenging or bad or whatever, I use the word challenging for me, then um, because I don't want to do anything bad, so I use the word challenging. But that it would that it comes back in other lifetimes. No, it actually is starting in the Aquarian age that we can see karmic responsibility almost on sometimes an instantaneous basis. It doesn't always to me. You might have to make it up in 500 lifetimes, and probably you will if it was if you were doing what I was doing lifetimes ago. But what I mean, what and I, what I saw was instantaneous. So please, and I believe that um, karma looks like a scale. I think you and I talked about this, Grant. It's the scales of justice. If you if you weigh the one side down with negative, which is what Grant and and, and Michael said, then what happens is the other side is not balanced. They're going to have to give you back what you just gave out. And so they're going to balance your scale with what you put out. And if it isn't good and light, it's coming back. And it might not come back in ways that you see. Um, it might not come back in the way you put it out, but it's definitely like what happened with Grant coming back at you. If you put out love and light, that scale is so full of love. The other side is so full of love. It's equal. It's balanced. And that's how at least, as humans, I know we can't always do that, right, Grant? I mean, you know, you, you, you're always going to get Absolutely. angry or something. Michael puts it but, the term. Michael, Michael showed me a symbol, and we all know this symbol. It's the sign of infinity, the number eight on its side, okay? Think yeah. about that. Yeah. 
What goes around comes around. What goes around comes around. It's all part of our learning of life. Everything is, you know, karma's meant to be there. It is not not meant to be there. It is part of our learning lesson through life or life as itself. I love that. I, I, and I want to I weigh in someone else. Some, one of our other panel members is here. Hi, Brenda. I just want to say hello to you before I answer this, and I will get your opinion. Uh, Brenda Hi. Brand is here, everyone, and she's uh, one of our medium psychics Hi, and medical Brand. intuitive. We're talking about karma, and I know that this is a big subject, and so I just need to make weigh in on it, and then we'll get over to you, Brenda. But, you know, I... I always look at, you know, it's so funny because you can ask Michael, you know, Libra is the, the scale of justice, and it just amazes me. So I feel like because we're human, um, at least, you know, part of us are, uh, we're human here on Earth, and we are going to make mistakes. We are going to get angry. We are going to have emotions. But I feel like what we might want to do karmically, and, and I'm going to ask Michael and Grant uh, this and, and Brenda, if it's how you come back from that. You can choose to spit out anger or you can choose to say, I might have been angry, I might have been upset, I might not have treated that person well, I might have done the wrong thing, but I'm going to try to make it up because I know I've done wrong. And I, I feel the first thing in karmic responsibility is to know what you've done wrong in order to correct it. So how do you feel about that statement, Grant? Well, you just mentioned the word in your sentence, responsibility. Responsibility yeah. within the energy of where we've been in life. Okay, so look, we carry a lot of negative karma because what we do is we get traumatized with certain things in life. Sometimes what yeah. we do is we yeah. don't take responsibility to the energy of what's caused the damage. And sometimes we don't admit the damage within ourselves. We try to go forward and what we try to do is heal others by the energy of feeling you're going to get a reward within that energy. You know, that's fine. You, you are going to be rewarded by doing that. Not 100% you're going to get rewarded. But you need to reward yourself. That's the thing. People don't reward their self. They think they're rewarding themselves by helping others, but they're not actually doing the full job. And if you're not doing the full job of healing oneself by healing others, then you are not fulfilling your own healing process. So when you go forward and you, you know, you, you go forward with negative energy within your energy, it means somewhere within that, there's a negative within oneself. There's an energy there that needs to be released. There's an energy to be learned from within the energy of that. It's hidden. It's probably right in the subconscious somewhere, but it is hidden. And sometimes people don't admit to their own responsibility within the energy of their own soul. And when we don't admit to the energy of the understanding of our own soul, and we believe that we are helping others by releasing the energy of that negative within us, then they are truly mistaken. This is a big thing that everybody goes through. We, what we do is we give ourselves a hard time. 
We naturally give ourselves a hard time because it's a human being thing to do. So if we are traumatized through life, through things that have happened, maybe early on in life, maybe things that have happened through life, then we are still giving out a negative because we are fighting something with inside ourselves. We have not released the energy of that. We only release the, the energy out to others within the energy of why we're healing still. And the real thing with that is that that becomes quite dangerous in certain sense. Because it means that sometimes when you are giving a message as a clairvoyant or a healer or whatever, you are presiding within the energy of certain energies that you're giving out that brings back certain things to the other person. Now that doesn't mean it's going to affect that other person directly. But what it means is within that energy, you're going to feel that on a subconscious level. You as the healer, the person that's working, the teacher, the nurse, the doctor, the policeman, whoever it may be, is only going to be affected deeper and deeper because they're not unleashing the energy. And the reason why people do these jobs, especially as the healer, as us metaphysical beings that are working very strongly to help others, the healing is for their self. You know as well as me. As they tell you, and yeah. you've probably heard many times, that we heal to heal ourselves. The spiritual journey is to heal oneself. To heal others, to help us, yes, but to make us hear the words that we give to others that we don't always hear ourselves. And this is the thing, we, already, we, we always give it out to other people, but that message is partly for you. And it means that within that energy, if you do not listen to what's being given, then you're missing half of the spiritual message. And it means that within that, I mean, I know that for me, I've given many messages to Michael to people that actually hit home and gone, actually, that message or part of that message was for me. Because Michael's always going to impart energy to ourselves as much as to others because it's part of the journey of his healing towards me and others. You know, it's, it's knowledge beyond knowledge beyond knowledge. And knowing within that energy of where you are within oneself is only going to bring you positive calm. I love I love that. I think that's a great way to, you know, I wonder if it's me, guys. Are you hearing verb, uh, me talking twice? Well, anyway. No, you're uh, what fine. I, what you're I really, Okay. Do you hear me talking twice, Brenda? No. Okay. So that's good. I can only hear myself. Maybe, you know what? Maybe the Michael wants to reverberate the word so I actually hear it twice. <laughs> that's what I was going to say. You know, Maybe that's the message. <laughs> Um, Probably, Grant. You said it, you said it so perfect because, and I'm going to get Brenda to, to weigh in on karma. But you said it so perfect because uh, we, you know, we're it's a learning curve for all of us and people in our lives that we come down here with. They're not strangers. We knew them up in, you know, in the ethers there, up in in the universe, who came down to help us learn, teach, and and resolve issues. And so I love when you put it like that. I never really thought about it like that. So now that you're listening, Brenda, we're talking about karma and karma drama. What is your what do you feel about karma? What what do you what do you think karma or what do you feel karma comes to you 
um, good or challenge, or what do you feel when you tell people karmically, um, you 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 know you have to be this or you have to show this because karma will come for you, good or challenged. Well, you know it's interesting because I heard Grant say um, life's learning lessons, and I feel that's so true. And then. I was also wrote down right before he said it, so you and I are on the same length, wavelength here. I wrote down um, the info, information that we get when we're reading a lot of times is a help to us. And, it, you know, because I've done readings before where I'm like, I feel like I'm reading for myself here, you know. So the way the guides come through is, is actually to heal something within me but it's also helping that person and i feel grant is you know spot on of course on what he's saying and but that happens to me you know frequently now the other thing that i was thinking is you know it's you know of course you can put yourself in this situation but when people keep coming back into your life for whatever reason i mean you know you don't want them there but yet they're there and there's just you know you i just always put it up to god and the angels to show me or my guides to show me what it is i'm supposed to learn from this and if it's something that i need to take care of with them to help me do that so i you know i i I'll, shoot my hellhound just came through my office door hold on one second but anyway i agree with grant so guys get out okay both of them in here Go ahead, talk amongst yourself. I got to take care of this. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay, the hellhounds are out. Well, Grant, that <laughs> is weird that she wrote that are going through, you know, you're seeing the same thing. And so, you know, I always have that, oh, I'm holier than now, so I don't ever have to learn anything. No, of course I do. And usually it takes two or three times, which is why probably Michael made me hear what he said twice. So I love that. I feel like, um, you know, when I when I talk karma, it's so heavy for me because I don't want I don't want to put any more karmic footprint on this earth that I have to make up or take with me, and that's how I think of karma. I always think of karma dharma, which is really interesting. It's that Vedic astrology and and, and the Hindu ways, um, and I and I'm not Hindu or Vedic astrologist, but I always feel like they knew what this was going to do. They knew the Vedic astrologists knew and you know, Hinduism knows that what you put out, you get. And it's, they just state it differently, I, I feel. So when I, and I, I've got to tell you, and then we'll, we'll go to the phone lines, but I've got to tell you, um, I saw a car, when I'm in my 20s, and here's an example. So if anybody doesn't understand maybe what I'm saying, well, I worked in a hospital. And don't, you know, I won't get too graphic, but I worked in a hospital and one of the doctors, you know, um, was married to this really nice girl. And I only know because I was a, you know, my husband was a medical student at the time. And we went to a, 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 a dinner and they were so sweet. They were just, she was so sweet. Well, the next thing I know, they're getting divorced. She had three kids because he met somebody in the hospital. Okay. And she was so different than his wife who was so sweet and so they divorced this man has never ever ever that woman that took him from her um ended up with he didn't know about had three kids four kids five kids that found her 
wanted all the money. She ended up going to the hospital with one of her sons that she said she never had. He found her in the in the room with it with one of the plumbers from the hospital. He divorced her. It was a terrible divorce. So I'm looking and thinking, is that karma? I, back then I was only 20. And I said, my God, karma. I knew it. I just knew that what you do onto others sometimes comes back onto you. Now, does that mean, and I'm not bringing up divorce, because I believe that you should, you always should be happy in life. And if that means that you have to separate or get divorced, that's fine. It's, I, I don't put judgment on that. But it was the way they did it. It was the way that happened. It came right back at him. And I was so amazed that I got to see that. So that was my first bout with karma and actually seeing real life karma come to life. What do you feel, Grant? And anything more that Michael would like to say? Well, this is this is just the point, isn't it, we're making. You know, Michael says yeah. that karma doesn't always come instantly. Karma comes in time. And because there is no time makes sense. And we covered that the other day. You know, you've yeah. got to learn something from this lifetime. And it means that you can have karma that you things that you've done earlier on in life that will play out somewhere later on in life because it has to. It means that you've got to realise something of the, of, the re, of the reflection back because it's mirrored back on yourself from the universe to learn a lesson from it, you know? If we look at relationship stuff, you know, relationship stuff is following trait within the energy that is done to others that, that will be done to you. Unfortunately, you know, if you're going to upset somebody in life through your own negative drama, then you're going to get upset somewhere and somebody's going to cause that effect on you. Now, you yeah. go, right, okay, about the other person that's affected. Yeah. Well, that's their karma as well. Everybody's got to learn from their own karma. So, yes, mm-hmm. it's, 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 a, it's a mirroring of oneself within their energy of where their karma sits. Think, let's think logically. Mirroring. Mirroring, let's put it into scientific terms. If we look at the Earth's atmosphere, we have something called the ionosphere. The ionosphere sits about 15 miles you know, up in the sky. And basically, it's, basically it's a, an energy that's around the Earth. But if we were to do um, you know, communication with, the signal would bounce up and down from the ionosphere and land somewhere else. So everything is mirrored. Communication is mirrored. If we communicate in a negative way, then we're going to get negative communication coming back. We know that when we talk to people. We know that within that energy, you're going to say something that's nasty to somebody, they're going to say something nasty that's back that's going to hit you. And you've hurt that person. Yeah, and I hate and that. they're going to hurt yeah. you back. Yeah. They're going to hurt you back because it's, it's a... It's, it's a, it's a uh, protective energy to do so. But, as you well know, that we can change a situation. We can calm the situation and turn it into a positive. Somebody says negative, something negative back. You must realise that that person's in their own negative space. That's not a personal attack. That's where they are within their self. So what you can do is you can turn that karma around and put that positive energy and go, well, hold up a minute. Let's sit and think about what you just said and go, let's change that and go, okay, so you think I am this person. 
And I don't think the same way back to you. But if you are dealing with your own negative karma within the energy of you are, I understand it. But for me to react on that energy in a negative karma approach is not going to solve the energy because it's just going to keep coming backwards and forwards, backwards and forwards. We'll end up falling apart and then that will continue on elsewhere within other people and other energies and we'll do the same thing. So everything is a mirrored effect. The universe is a mirrored effect. It means that, you know, if we are going to put ourselves into a situation where we bring a negative around it, then it's going to cause an effect to make you learn a lesson from it. Look, I'm not, I'm an angel, but I'm, I'm also human. And I make mistakes. Grant makes mistakes. Michael doesn't. Tyriel doesn't. The Tyriel is the channel through me. Michael is my brother. So when I get het up or negative, I soon get brought back down to earth again. Because Michael will pull me into touch, make me realise, it might take me 48 hours or, you know, so on, to do so. But he will bring me into touch and go, this is not working for you, is it, Grant? And I go, no. He goes, look what other negativities and blockages it is causing you. And I go, you're right. And it may not be about that situation. It might be situations outside of that one situation, where the blockage is coming. It means that if you are in that negative space, the universe is saying to you, you are not helping yourself. You are only bringing blockages into your life, and that is not going to serve you. And the more you get dramatically upset about it, because a lot of people will go, why do they do that? Why does the universe do that? Because it's going to make us more irritable. No. It will keep doing that. It will keep doing that until we learn. How many times, as children, did we get put on the naughty step? Because we realise sooner or later that the naughty step is not going to get us anywhere. We're not going to be able to go out and do the other things with the kids, are we? We're not going to be able to go out there and play because we've been naughty. It's no different from what we learn as children with our parents. Our parents constructed us in a certain way, and if they constructed you in the wrong way, then their karma will come around. But what I'm saying to you is normally we are constructed with karma to learn that we cannot do this. We get detention at school. You have to do sit there for another half hour after school time and every child's gone home while you're sitting there still writing a hundred lines. Do you understand what I mean? A a sentence, (laughs) I should not do this. And you don't want to do that. Oh, I was sent home many times. <laughs> and if you do that, if you do that, and you and you get disruptive by doing that, you're going to get yourself another detention, and you'll do it all over again. So you know, metaphorically speaking, don't be negative. You know, try and stay Yay. positive as you can. The world is full of negativity, and you will see the dramas outgoing in this world right now. The people that cause the drama and the negativity on a big scale, it will come back at them somewhere. It may not be in, in, in spontaneously. It may not happen straight away, but it will happen. I love that, Grant, because it's all about. I love the. I love being upbeat. I love having um, positivity. I. That's why I love having the show. So I love that we are able to. Um, 
to bring out. And if I say love one more time, I'm gonna I'm gonna die. But I love everything that uh, is about positive and 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 light. And I feel like that's where we should well, all sit. Even though I know it isn't always possible. So go ahead, Bonnie. Bonnie, I want yeah. to change that. What I want to change that word. Michael says it's not about love. It's about calm. Calm. Karma. Calmness. Calmness. Okay. Or karma. Calm. Karma. Karma. Oh, I love that. Calm. I love that. It's to have calm oh. in your life, and that's what it's all about. Yeah. Calmness. I love that. Calm. You did the same thing with the angel Azrael. Azrael. And I love that he does that. That he he shows us. But I'll tell you something. Calm is not my vocabulary, so I hope I'm not karmically challenged, but I'm trying. So I, I, I feel like I am trying, Michael. But what do you feel, Brenda? I know you've got the hellhounds taken care sorry, of. Sorry, can, can, just, can I just come in? I, sorry, Brenda, can I just come in on this? Michael yeah, said to me, remember what the Buddhist monk said. The Buddhist monks were very wise monks, very wise men. That the the words of the Buddhist monk is finding peace within oneself. Finding peace within oneself and not worrying about what other people feel, do, or what's happening around you. Live the life the way you want to live it. Don't involve yourself in the drama I love that. And I'll tell you, my girlfriend just became a Buddhist from, gosh, only knows what other things she was. But I love that because it is all about, if you read about Buddha, it is all about if you're calm and you you radiate that, it radiates to others, if I'm saying it correctly. Uh, Go ahead, Brenda. Well, I I absolutely love what Grant says, of course. And, but... You know, the other thing, I love what he said, instead of karmic, comic, I love that. C-A-L-M-I-C, that's a new word we need to use all the time. But, you know, we see, you know, in social media, you, you were talking about the the whole global people just igniting their you know, their anger and things on, you know, on camera or whatever, because everybody's got a camera on them these days. And it's like if if we That's can as <laughs> if we can as you know people that work in this field you know kind of present that calm and kind of exude that to the world in an you know in a way at least we can kind of help that a bit I, you know because we're in such a chaotic state in this world these days but. Absolutely, what Grant said is is beautiful and wonderful. So I agree 100%. And I, I, you know, it's it's interesting hearing you talk because I do this in my readings all the time, and I, you know, try to defray people from you know kind of lashing out at somebody or whatever. So it's like in in you do get into that state where you were talking about Grant, where you, you know, somebody says something to do and your immediate reaction would be to lash out at them. But then you sit back and kind of calm yourself down and think about what is that person going through? What did that person do 
to, you know, what is that person going through that they lashed out at me? That is my mom's teaching from the word go in this field. So, you know, I, I, I've been raised in that. So I absolutely can see everything you were saying, Grant. So I love that. Yeah, thanks. But yeah, thanks. I'm going to ask. Yeah, go ahead. Sorry. I was about to say, can I say that, you know, it's, it's evidential in every single life that's out there on this planet at the moment. It's it feels offensive, doesn't it, to be able to, you know, in every which way that it comes within a negativity from the person, maybe through words, actions, or whatever, it becomes an, an energy of, a, of an opposed feel. And our instant energy is to protect ourselves. The thing is with it, we've got to not allow ourselves to become in the energy of the drama from the karma. Because the thing is with it, if we do then we're only as bad as the person where we are in front of us. We need to learn to make that person change where they are, understand what's happened to them somewhere in their life that's caused the energy of this negativity that comes forward within them. You know, but it's a, it's a great topic. I love it, and I think that it's, it, if anybody's out there listening now, take note of any negatives that's in your life. And we know that life isn't always great on us for personal reasons, but there's many great, you know, there's many people out there that are worse off than us in certain respects. And this is very much important to realise. There's people out there that can't even walk. There's people out there that can't even communicate through disability. But you know what? These people in certain respects are still happy in their self. And they're the people that I admire the most. These are the people that, you know, have the challenges in their life. They go... You know, we're not the you know not the not the ones that go. Oh, you know, I'm struggling to pay my bills at the end of the day, or you know, I'm, you know, I'm not happy with my life. There's nothing going on around my life. Life is what you make it, you know. And there's many people out there that suffer with many disabilities and illnesses that have complete harmony in their life and at one of peace. So, take that in, guys, and everybody that's listening. That you know. The world can be a cruel place in certain sense because of the negative karma that comes from energy. But we don't have well, to yeah. be in the energy of it. We can separate ourselves from it. We can live a life of harmony, peace, and respect for ourselves. Well, you know, that's, there's something else. Go ahead, Go ahead Bonnie. Well, no, I Go was ahead, just Bonnie. going to read what Blue... I, I just want to read something from chat, and then I'll grab you. That this is what Blue Sky said, if you're still out there, Blue Sky. Thank you. It says, loved hearing Grant talk about it from the reader's perspective and self-accountability with self-reflection as a reader. I love that. So, Grant, yeah. kudos to you because, yeah, what they're saying is, you know, um, everybody has a vulnerable side. No one talks about it. So she's mm. very, very happy that she got to hear from Michael and you that there is accountability um, for yourself and 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 uh, and from the reader's perspective and self accountability. I love that. So blue sky, we hear you. Um, go ahead, go ahead, Gra- uh, Brenda. Uh, I forget what I was going to say now. Um, oh, I know what I was in in line with what you were saying, Grant, of how you know we find the, that peace within ourselves and all that. You know, you go to this global looking, and I'm not going to get into politics, don't worry, Bonnie, but um, 
you know, we're watching all this negative things going on, whether people, you know, on social media, people reacting, you know, people reacting and getting in fights and blah, blah, blah. People watching news all day long and they get depressed and they get in their funk. It's like, you know, there's that side of it, too. And I feel like with what Grant is saying, if we could, you know, if people could hear that and take that calm and and bring that calm to us no matter what is going on in our outside world. It's like, um, you know, that is, you know, something aside of karma, but it really it kind of goes in line with that. So, and I know Michael I'm has really, something to say. I'm, <laughs> I'm, I'm really good at that, Brenda. What happens is, is that we're venting our own negativity. It may even not even be associated to the topic, what we're doing is we're unleashing our energy of negativity out to a topic that's been put out there. But the actual energy is not about the topic. The energy is about the one person inside. <coughs> yes, we have an opinion over situations. There's nothing wrong with having an opinion. As long as you're not putting melodramatic energy in there of stuff that you don't need to do. If you're putting light energy there or you're putting a purpose of calmness into a situation you're not doing it to the situation for others you're doing it for the situation of yourself and that's the thing we vent but we're not venting in the right way we're venting out but we're not venting inwards well and it also goes along with fear i mean i think a lot of everything is based on fears in people mm-hmm. you know that again my mom's coming through to me today it's like um everything is fear based you know when somebody lashes out at us are we afraid is that why we're lashing back at them or whatever the the situation may be you know so fear fear based um things in your life are also, you know, uh, amongst all of that that we've just talked about. Fear is the basis of a lot of things in our lives. Yeah, well, the, 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 the basis is, Brenda, sorry to interrupt you, darling, but the basis of the, the situation is, <coughs> excuse me, is the fear within oneself. Yeah. That's it. You know, we're lashing out because we're fearing our own energy, something inside that is incorporating us to be this way. And, and that's what we've got to do. We've got to vent that within and repair it and bring that energy away to bring the calmness within oneself. Michael, Michael says to me here, the trouble is with human life. Human life has always been reactive to everything that's come forward from the energy of birth. You know, the pain, the energy of pain of pregnancy, everything that's come for it. The challenge of coming out as a child. It's a, trauma, it's a traumatic experience even from early age as from being the child coming out. Everything is a challenge and it's processed from that very early moment. So, you know, when we get this energy, it's already cast upon us in certain sense of the challenge, even when we're not knowledgeable of the challenges because our mind, an infant mind, is so young. But it means that challenges were always meant to be on the earth plane because it's part of the learning lesson. But it means that we don't have to sit in that energy. We can separate ourselves from the energy and find inner peace. Peace. Hi, can I read? I've got to read this to you, Brenda. This came out from Blue Sky. Blue Sky, <laughs> if, you're on, if you're there, come on and jump on. But it says... So we're going, everybody's popping in and out because I don't know what's going on with the energies of the show. But 
come on, come on, on, blue sky. But it says, Brenda, social media will definitely steal joy if you're unable to feel that shifting within yourself to stop or avoid it. That's me. I avoid it. The show is always good, but today you guys are awesome. So I want everyone to know that it's an appreciated um, subject. And, you know, Blue Sky, we talked about this, and we try bringing subjects and things forward that we're all dealing with. So it's something that is now, it's today, and it affects all of us. So hopefully, you know, that's what we bring forward on our show. So I love that. But can, I'm going to ask you, too, before we start regrouping on the show, um, can you please tell us, and I know this is going to be like, you know, a personal issue, or you don't even have to make it personal, but I'm going to ask both of you, I just, I related this story I saw, but can you bring out the karmic responsibility in the good way? What have you seen in your life that you put out that you knew changed somebody or yourself and into, um, a, instead of us telling a story about, what I did about I saw karma hit someone in the face that way. Have you seen karma in your life or others? Because I, I related it to others and in hit you in a good way. I know you did tell us a little bit about you, Grant, in the beginning, but, but for everybody that didn't hear it, so I'm going to ask both of you to come up with something that either you've seen or felt that, that was good karma that came back at you or someone you saw. So go ahead, Grant. You can start. Well, you know, karma that was good. There's no karma that's good that comes back unless it's good that it serves the other person. But if it's, right. if it's a situation of negative karma where you see karma come back on a person that's been negative to you, I've seen that many times. And I, and I have warned people of this of times going by that, you know, when you give out negativity to somebody, you are going to receive this karma in a negative way. And I've seen it in a very negative way of, to people that have given negative karma to oneself, myself. And it's not something that I relish. It's not something that I sit there and go, you deserve that. Because no one deserves negative karma. Because, you know, it's just not fair. No. The way I look at it, the way I look at it is, is that for me, the warning is heeded within the energy of what's being given. It doesn't mean to say that you want that person to have karma. No, no, no more than anybody else in the world. You don't know me to have negativity right. in there. But the thing is with it, I've had personal situations where people have done wrong against me and actually it's turned out not very well for them in certain circumstances. Now, I'm not going to mention situations, names, whatever you are. That's not what I'm going to do. But what I'm going to say to you is, is that I have seen positive karma as well in circumstances. I have seen situations of positivities where people have turned their life around, where I've been given that energy of message to give to people, and they've come away and good things have happened in their life. You know, like, the, for instance, One Direction. When I read for One Direction, and I read for the boys... Oh, I love that direction. group. Love they was in a place of... They was in a place where they thought it was all drama and melodramatic and they wasn't going to go anywhere. And I always said that if we have an expectation in life, we won't go anywhere because expectation is a blockage. So if we expect something to happen, it generally won't. 
If we're being told that something's going to happen for a purpose, for a reason, then it will do. But if we want it for our own greed, then it won't happen for that reason, if that makes sense. We have to learn something from that. But when I read for them boys from One Direction, they, when I said to them they'd be as big as the Beatles, they didn't believe me. They thought I was talking a load of rubbish and they was enjoying the moment. They didn't go, oh my God, yes we are, you know, this is going to be great and, you know, you're going to see us, whatever. They didn't. There was an innocence within their energy. There was an innocence that they were enjoying the moment coming out of the X Factor show and they were just enjoying their moment and that's it. You know, them boys were thrusted together, formed together by a production team. They didn't have a clue yeah. about where they were going. Yeah. And then there's many bands out there that work their what's-its-off to try and make it big in this world that never succeed. Because they believe that they are probably something that they're not. You know, they probably believe that it was an ego base within their energy, that they wanted something within that energy. And this is another sort of form of karma. Expectation. Expectation covers karma. Because if we expect something... We don't get it. If you, walked into a, if you walked into a shopping mall or a shop around nearby and you think, oh, I'm going to go and buy a lottery ticket because I want to win $100,000, I can guarantee you, you will not win. If you oh, walked in and gone, oh, well, actually, I'm going to pick up a scratch card or somebody gave me that scratch card, you'll probably win some money. The fact of the matter is, is that, you know, life is going to give it to you if you don't ex- expect it or you wasn't expecting it. And normally, you know the words that I'm going to say because you've probably heard these many times before. Money goes to money. And the reason why that is because people have no yeah. worries or expectations in life. that They are happy in their own life. They've got no worries in their life and they're drawing more abundance in. And that's how it works. I love that, but I have to tell you, I bought a ticket for a million dollars, okay, a billion dollars, and I went in with the expectation that, hey, if I win, I can help my family, I can help my friends, and I really want to win. So maybe that's why I never win, but who? you can't go buy a ticket if you don't have expectations. Because, Because in the process of that, as much as you're being very kind, there is still a notion in your energy that some of that money will want to go to you. Yes! Oh, yes! Thank you. Are you kidding? That's yes. it. Well, now, if you, you know said, what? if I, I won a million... Well, it's now, let's turn that around and say, if I won a billion dollars and I give it all away to energy and not hold one penny, you're probably winning. Wouldn't go through with it because I would keep it. So I don't want to lie to the universe. So you know that's the thing. So maybe that's why I'm not winning. Ah! Okay, go ahead, Brenda. Can you tell us what you've seen karma? Ah, it's making me mad because the thing is, well, now I got to let off my karma or my because you know I just really well you know it doesn't bother me if I, the good news is when I don't win, which makes me sad. I'm not upset. So there you go. So go ahead, Brenda. But if I would have won a billion dollars, you would have would have all thought some. So. <laughs> well, I love that. And buy another yes, ticket. Yes, but we didn't win, Brenda. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So I love so what Brenda, Grant said. I, I can't think of an, an, ex, an example off the top of my head right now of that. But I love what Grant said. 
warning heated in energy given. I love that. That is, you know, that's, uh, of course, I love everything you say, but that kind of stuck out to me. But then expectation, I love what you said about expectation, but expectation versus intention. So when you have intention of, you know, you put intention behind something that you are supposed to have or are supposed to get, I feel you can obtain that energy or bring that energy to you. So I, I feel like there's a maybe a, I don't know if it's a competition between those two words, but, you know, uh, I feel like no, when you it, have it's intentions, a, it's there. Absolutely. Sorry to... I'm just going to explain that. Michael's, Michael's on form today. Sorry, Brenda. That's yes, okay. it's, two, it's two different words because intention is meaning that there's something that needs to be done within the process. That's why you want it manifested. If it's to solve an energy of calmness within a situation or it's going to resolve a learning lesson, then yes, then the universe will provide it for that reason. If it's an expectation of greed or need within the energy of where you're going within it, then obviously it's going to be counteractive within that energy and you've got to learn from that situation. Okay. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> I Yes, because I wanted to... I feel like that was would be a question for someone, expectation versus intention, you know, because mm. I intend to win this money, uh, you know, or I expect to win this money. It's different, you know. There, it's, yeah. a, it's like expectation versus intention because you could say, well, you know, I want that. I want this guy. I want this, you know, person in my life or whatever. And, you know, it's not meant to be, so it's not going to happen. So that's where the, you know, I'm expecting this to happen, but it's not well, supposed to be, you let, know. Let me, let me put something into metaphor. We've all watched the film Bruce Almighty. Have we all seen it with Jim Carrey? Yes, I don't remember it, but oh. I remember it. <laughs> yeah, right. I remember it. Remember he's given the power from God. Basically, he's given the power to God, and he's trying to win over the love and affection of, of Jennifer Anderson. And he fails miserably by making loads of mistakes. Anyway, at the end, he gets run over by a lorry, and he goes up to God, who's played by Morgan Freeman. And he stands there, and he says, I want you to say a prayer. He says, I want her just to love me. He went, no, pray again. He says, I want her just to be happy. And then he, he, he goes like that and pushes his chest and he's back in the hospital room and his loved one, Jennifer Anderson, is looking over him. His intention was saying, I want her to love me. It means that it was a selfish act. He just wanted, and he said, I'm turning that into, I just want her to be happy. So he would say that... to, to himself, I want her to be happy if whatever she is in life or wherever she is in life, if that is with me or not, then God rewarded. Does that make sense? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I love that analogy. You know, some, I lose things in translation sometimes, Grant. That really hit home because that was so perfect of an explanation because I struggle with, excuse me, Excuse me. Explanations, and I like. Thank you. And I like uh, examples. And the example you just gave was absolutely hit spot on. Perfect. Uh, yes. Yeah, it was perfect. 
That is the difference between intention and expectation. Because you're expecting it for a reason and not for the, the situation. Because if you want to make somebody happy, it means that you want them to be happy. You, we've heard the term, if you love somebody, you have to set them free. Yeah. 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 I tell that to my clients because, you know, somebody a long time ago, and I don't love getting into magic, but somebody a long time ago, I said, oh, well, you know, I'm going to, one of my clients wants to love, wants me to do something with love, and I could probably do this and do that. This is probably 10 years ago. And she goes, oh, Bonnie. Don't you get involved in doing that because what you're doing, and so I've never dabbled in that again, but that was all, you know, with herbs and things, and I never touched that again. But the reason was, she said, because the heavens started to shake when that all happened, and I thought, oh, my gosh, I'm so powerful. But what you are doing, even though you think you're doing something great for a client, is you are creating what you're – go ahead, go ahead. Sorry, darling, this is what I'm about to say to you. There is a situation that I say to all my clients. If you come to a reading, you have no expectation of the outcome of the future that's been predicted. Because you can change that by your own greed. So I say to people, when I've given you the prediction, you note it down, put it in a drawer, you forget about it and get on with your life and let it come to you. If you're going to sit there and go, oh my God, that psychic told me that he's coming back into my life in the next six months or whatever. And you sit there and dwell on that and you sit there taking them words in and holding them to, to, um, to, to ransom, then it will not prevail. Because when you come to a psychic reading, you listen, you take it in, and then you let it go. Because if you conform your energy, and this is the trouble, and this is what's happened over the years with many different clients that come back to me, and I said to them time and time and time again, the guidance is as important as the validation. It has to be, because it means that if you follow the guidance, then the outcome will come. If you go against the guidance, then it will fail, and you have had a lesson to learn. Now, you may see many forms of small validation come in the process of that prediction, but overall, it's saying to you, yes, you're being shown the predictions, the small things outside of, of, the, of the situation that will come and validate. That's showing you on the right path. If there's certain yep. things that change in the predictions and they don't happen anymore, it means you changed your path. You changed the energy of where you were within that situation. And this is the, this is the danger of this work, that people yep. don't understand. They take the psychic, the medium, or whoever, to uh, a belief that they are going to give them everything that they know that's coming up for the future. The future is a two-way street. The future is about decision-making. Yes, I can go back to a client six months later and go, you haven't followed the guidance. They go, how do you know? I said, because I know, because everything's changed in your reading. It's not there anymore. And they'll go, but you're yeah. a lousy psychic. Yeah. I go, no, but you va- I validate the stuff that you said that come true. They went, yes. I said, but you held on to it and you thought because of your own need and greed, you expected it to come forward. And an expectation has ruined the energy of your 
your, your outcome. And you have to learn from that. Yeah. doesn't mean to say it won't come in another form in another way, but it just means that you have mucked up in this situation. I love that. that. Oh, my gosh. That is so perfect. I absolutely love that. Love that. Yeah, because, you know, we find that with with clients all the time. And and I always say I'm not going to take back my reading. That's what I read. That's what I saw. And if it, you know, didn't, if, if, if you don't, you know, didn't, you know, that didn't come to pass, there's something that changed in your energy. But it's what I heard. So I, I love that grant. I actually do. Um, I do believe that Michael's really influencing this show because I am saying love, love, love. And I do anyway, but so is Brenda. So I have this feeling this is all about the energy of Michael, So, which, again, I love. Uh, what I wanted to tell you is with um, – Oh, my goodness, I just completely forgot what I was going to say because they blanked my mind out. Um, I I do believe that uh, when you walk someone's path, that's another thing that we can get into in another show, but I do want to start. We have our own journey, correct, Michael and Grant? We have our own journey and Brenda. But that journey, you can take – I always looked at it, somebody – had told me, you can walk a path and then you get to a stop sign, which is one of the big life-changing events. And then there are other paths. There's a, a right side, a left side, and a straight side, and God only knows there could be shoots off it. And if you choose the wrong path, you're going to end up at the end in the same because you're in this life to learn something. And that, hopefully, it'll be, you know, what you were, you were structured to do here. But it's how you get there that counts. And it might, you might pick the easy road, you might pick the challenging road, you might pick the road that you never even saw coming. But in the end, what you are here to learn, you will. It's just which way are you going to go. And that always reminds me of if our predictions or you predict something and it isn't, that's because you either got to that impasse and chose a different branch. But in the long run, like what I feel you were saying, Grant, is, you might be coming in in a different form at the end. But I, I do believe that we do have some choices, but I don't believe that all the choices are left to us. It, it, it'll push us back some way on the path w- that we got off of. How do you feel about that statement? Grant? Hello? Hello. Sorry, I mute myself by mistake. I do apologise, guys. Um, yeah, That's it's, okay. it's great. Let's look at the metaphor. You talked about coming to a crossroad in your life and a stop sign. You know, how many times do we sit and think, right, okay, well, look, that way is telling me it's an easier journey, but I'm going to go the other way because I know that's going to be easier. And then suddenly what you do is you go the other way and then suddenly there's roadworks. Do you understand what I mean? Because you thought you were going to take the easier yeah. journey. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, the longer journey, believe it or not, can open us so many more possibilities. You know, the possibilities of other things of learning that come in on that journey. So if we take the short journey and we think, oh, we're going to get there quicker because of the short journey, we get there quicker, but we might come across a, you know, a construction or something on the road that didn't get there this, that quick. But if we took the longer journey, there's so much more to see and so many other opportunities to come into play. And I think that sure. sometimes as human sure. beings, we are very sort of lazy in our approach to try and 
deal, not deal with something. You know, we've not deal with it. We've, we've tried to deal with it, but we don't deal with it very well. And then what we try to do is we try to get it done very quickly. And sometimes quickness isn't that, it doesn't work. It has to be done in time. And there's no difference to life and one's life's lesson. You know, we can't try and make that, fix that in five minutes. We can't do that because we come across so many different people in life to journeys to bring us to the energy, energy of the conclusion within ourselves. You know, we, have to, we meet these different people through life, don't we? We come across different energies. We come across, you know, negative, positive people. And they all make us learn something about ourselves. They all learn that. But if we took the short approach, try to fix it quickly, it's not going to fix quickly. Nothing can be fixed quickly. You know, if you, yeah. if you want fast food over the counter in five minutes, I can guarantee you that it's five minutes is over the counter that you'll have some chips missing or your burger won't be wrapped properly in the way you <laughs> like it. If you leave it for another 20 minutes, I'll sit down and think, right, well, I'll go and, go and sit down somewhere, have a nice cup of coffee and wait for my burger and my chips. It'll probably come up presented very well to you. But the trouble is, humans have become very um, impatient. Impatience is also a sign of learning, and impatience is also a, a sign of um, negativity. And we've got to all be patient within ourselves. Calmness doesn't come easy. Patience is a key, but it is a sense of, you know, if we're not patient, that's the negativity, sorry. So if we are patient within ourselves to calm ourselves, then we will, we will be able to adapt to life a lot better. If we separate our energy, like I said earlier on, from the, from the energy around us and that impatience of the situation is causing the drama in your life, then separate yourself from it because then that situation may change in the future that will become a lot more easier. You know, there's many metaphors that I can put forward here, but it, it means that for us as human beings, step back, take a breath, chill. Don't take life too seriously. Enjoy what you have around you. Enjoy where you are within yourself. Enjoy that inner peace and calmness. Separate yourself from the physicalities of life. And separate your energy from the past physicalities that have actually damaged you to where you are now. I love that, I love Brenda. That. Well... A couple things on that. You know, separate yourself from the physicality of the karma that you brought with you, uh, too. I could see that kind of falling into that category that you were mm-hmm. talking about there, Grant, correct? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but impatience, I mean, you know, we are a society of immediate gratification. And mm-hmm. yes. our internets and our phones and everything, the, the computer we hold in our hand every day, that has gotten us here. And I feel like impatience is also fear and weakness within us because we are so, we got to have it now. I got to go get that burger. I got to have that burger in five minutes because I got to go do this or that or the other. You know, we have that so ingrained in us because in our hands we can say, Hey Alexa, hey Siri, hey whoever, you know, what how many people in the world? You know, we have so much information immediately at our uh you know grasp that 
we take that into our own lives and think, or not we, but, you know, whoever, I'm just saying we as humans take this into our own life and think we have to have everything that way. So there comes the impatience, and it's a part well, of fear and weakness within us too. So Absolutely. And you touched on it there. You touched on it there. The word control is negativity. And the words you said earlier on, we have to. We don't have to do anything Correct. that we don't choose to do. We don't have to go, oh, I've got to go, I've got to be here, I've got to be there. If it's stressing you out and it's causing you a problem, you don't have to do anything. You okay. can sit back and go, actually, I don't need this pressure on me. I don't need this control over me. I need to find this inner peace in my energy. And I think this is, this is something that unfortunately is put into us, again, as children. You know, we are pressured to, you know, um, and we talked about and touched on this earlier on about timings. We're pressured to go to bed at a certain time. We're pressured to do this. We're pressured to go to school. We're pressured to do that. We're pressured to do this. And the thing is with it, no one should be able to control or pressure anybody else. I think that I know that for me, I was pressured to do a job that was going to be a nine to five. It's going to earn me money and what have you and, and pay the bills and live a good life. Well, I refused against that because it didn't sit with me. Because how was I going to learn to connect with spirit at school? They weren't going to teach me that. And I found that, yeah. for me, it sat in a place where I felt I didn't like conformity. I didn't like the energy of control. I didn't like I have to do that. That didn't sit with me somewhere. And I obviously know now why. I didn't know that right at the very end, the beginning of life because Michael wasn't with me. But I think we've put so much pressure over ourselves as humans that this is the trouble now. It calls the energy of the negativity, the responsive energy that, that comes of confliction inside ourselves, to go, we must be married. We must stay in this relationship. We must make sure that we, you know, we are conforming to the energy of rulings. And that is something that's very sad because at the end of the day, if you want to be gay, straight, non-binary, if you want to do whatever you want to do, then life should not put you in that frame where you are judged for the energy of your choice. You know, I am Archangel, I'm Archangel Tyriel, Angel of Justice, and I'm an energy of balance. And I believe that everybody has the right to do what they want to do as long as it's That's not right. harming their self. That's right. Or others. Or others. Well, you know, um, you, you said something uh, that I said, uh, and some of the vocabulary I try to take out of my uh, verbiage sometimes. Years ago, I went to a, a customer service seminar they said the two words you should never say is should. You should never should yourself. I should have done this. I should have done that. And I have yeah. to. Because when you say I have to, it puts a burden or, a, um, you know, like I have to go to the store. Well, thank God I can go to the store. Thank God I have the money that I can go to the store to buy what I want to buy. You know, so have to and you should never should yourself. That Those were the two things. So you when you said I said that, Grant, it, it is. It's a It's a thing that we all say you know as a society we say oh i have to do this or i have to do that so you know that kind of brought that um and the oh, other thing oh, i want to oh. say is 
we make decisions based on the set of circumstances that we have in front of us at the time. Mm -hmm. So when we go to look, you know, that you had in your life at that time. So when we go back and say, oh, I should have done that, there we go with the should, or I made a mistake, or it's not really that you made a mistake. You, it's like Grant was talking about taking a path where you might have that, you know, uh, you might go through more because you took this separate path or whatever. It, it's not that you made the wrong choice. It's, ma- it's that you made the choice that you should or could have, could have at exactly. that time based on the circumstances yeah. you had in front of you. Well, it's, it's well, a bit like to, the I... word, sorry, it's a bit like the word trial. If we say we're trying, that means we feel that we're failing. Like yeah. the words of, of Yoda. Yoda said, do or do not. There is no try. Because if we That's try, right. then we fail. We should never try anything. We just do. And if we do it and we don't do it well, then we move on and do something else. If you try it, then you're putting an energy of negativity and an energy of submission into yourself that is not making you feel good about yourself. You know, so do never say try, just say I am doing. I'm not trying. Uh, I'm doing. I try that. You know, I try that. <laughs> I try I, that. See, that's I a hard that. yeah, so try, try should, and have. We need to take that out of our life. <laughs> mm. There's a lot of words we really need to take out of our lives, but I, I've got to. I've got to ask you this question because we have such a short show, but. Um, I, and the only reason is I've got work been coming at 1230, so it is 90 minutes instead of 20, which I didn't know if I told anybody that. But I have to tell you this, um, Grant and, and Brenda, we live in a society, and we kind of pass this over, that's very quick-oriented. We, at the fingertips, we have everything. We have knowledge we don't know where that knowledge is actually coming from sometimes from the Internet, and it can fool us. And that's what is going on with people who want to use the Internet and, and, and SI and all that stuff um, to, to the, I always say, the force. So, Grant, here's your, the, what is the force is with you, but the other one has got the equal Darth Vader on the other side. But, but what I was going to say is why do you feel that we have this, it moves faster than lightning. And we've moved in the last 50 years faster than lightning. So do you feel that this is a good thing? Or do you feel that in society we got corrupted somehow by some corrupt algorithm? So Grant and, and, and Michael, please tell us what you feel. We've got And you're talking about AI, is that correct? Are you talking about AI? No, because I like it. No, I like AI. I, I think it gets a bad rap. But, you know, the reason it gets a bad rap is there's the good, the force, and then the Darth Vader side. So I don't believe that we shouldn't have AI. I'm one that thinks that it actually sparks um, um, it, a thought. But what I'm saying is that with the Internet, when the Internet was developed, when Alexa can bring you anything, and, you know, they all, you know, Arthur won't put Alexa in his house because he swears that she's listening to him. And he's probably right. I've heard Alexa talking in the middle of the night, and it wasn't to me. So why do you feel, Grant, and actually Michael, do you feel that society has gotten so fast 
with knowledge of lightning speed. And and a lot of people who are naturalists, who are environmentalists, who are, you know, uh, are have been, you know, traumatized, I'll say, by such technology. Why do you feel it was put on Earth, and do you feel it was for a reason? Well, Michael warned me this um, 30 years ago when he first told me that the, the Internet would kill us, basically. It would be our destruction. And yeah. in certain sense, it's a good thing. And that sounds really weird, but it's a bad thing. It was a test that was put upon us, again, to do with greed and corruption and energy that we've used in... We could have used it in a better way, but we didn't. We've used it to completely, you know, trauma dramatize everything up, make people fear, and use it for the energy of power and greed. That's what's happened. Yeah. So basically, yeah. it is a bad thing, but it, it, was a, it was a good thing because it, it showed the universe what we actually were. Um, and that's exactly why that test was put in place. And, and the thing is with it now, it will cause re- repercussions of what's going on in the future but like I said, you know, we're in every... It doesn't matter what we do. Everybody's putting their own life out in social media. May that be from the personal stuff up to the, to the big people that rule the, rule the world, the big multimillionaire people. You know, this is unfortunate for us because we've got to a stage of our, of our time on this earth plane, in this time of life that we have got to a stage where we've absolutely crucified ourselves. And crucified ourselves in many ways is shown the light of our true selves. You know, from the very personal up to the very big situations that goes on around the world. You know, we could do it from the friend, talking to the friend and knowing too much about the other friend's business and all this sort of thing. It has become a world of complete nonsense and ridiculed with the energy of negativity as much as people try to put the positivity out which we see every day we do see people affirmations and quotes out spiritually there's always going to be somebody that will oppose it somewhere doesn't matter if that's spiritual yeah. non-spiritual whatever the way i look at it is is that is it really helping anybody no it's not and, you know, I could put a spiritual quote out there and somebody's going to oppose that and there's going to be other people that's going to watch that and oppose it anyway. You know, your own spiritual journey is your own spiritual journey. Let's go right the way back to the beginning of calm and calmness within oneself. The, 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 the internet doesn't do that. It doesn't give you a sense of peace and calmness. Before the internet came along, before mobile phones came along, before phones came along, how much drama, apart from our own personal lives, did we actually have? How much energy of that did we actually feel? The lonely, the lo- not the lonely, but the, the Tibetan monk or the Buddhist monk sitting under the tree of life that's meditated all his life, how much drama, how much energy, how much negativity has he got in his life? None. Because he's constantly yeah. sitting in, in the inner peace and the higher vibration of the energy of outside of this universe. So, you know, when you look at it, we live our life by 
having to be somewhere connected into the energy of the drama of the internet. This matrix of mess and negativity and lies and corruption and, and all this stuff that who goes on. Think, who do you think started the internet? Who do you feel brought us the internet or brought us this lightning speed that everybody's glommed on to? And I, I don't know that it's for, you well, know, I'm not it's saying it's all bad or all good, but. Look, it's manifested within ourselves. I mean, you know, we've pushed as a society of humans to want to communicate. How many times do you get a child now wanting to upgrade their phone from the next phone to the top phone that they've got because it will reach out to other things and it will do other things that other phones won't do? We are our own natural problem. Human beings have created communication that they wanted knowledge of everything and having knowledge of everything is not always a good thing and the trouble is with it we called for it we wanted it and it was produced so you know okay there's people out there might not be one man whatever but there was people out there that brought this to what it is today you know we're going from the normal telephone call across on a line to now up into a satellite and across the world And the thing is with it, you know, it can only go from here, unfortunately, and everybody out there listening, be aware of this, it can only go against us. But, like I said, we cannot have it all. We cannot be able to rule the energy of decision-making, how people feel, you know, corrupt the energy of control. Because at the end of the day, the universe will take it away. And the universe will reset the energy of the thing to learn that lesson. So be aware of that, guys, in the coming future, that, that the universe will reset the energy of the, of the earth plane. It's, it's on its knees, and it needs saving. Yes, I agree with Absolutely. you. Absolutely. Only... So go ahead. Okay, Brenda, you've got a few words because we've got about four minutes. So go ahead before I actually, you know, say what no, I feel. No, I have, I, which will be I have 30 nothing. Seconds. Yeah, nothing to add. I just want to say I agree wholeheartedly with what uh, Grant said, and I love the show. The show is so fun and and just uh, excellent information. So it it was needed. It was actually needed because of. But I have to tell you, and the reason you didn't talk to the audience is one, this was too important. But two is we got all kinds of feedback in chat and here, and I felt the show needed to go on this way. So everyone, before I actually, you know, we've got a couple of minutes that I'll bring, you know, Grant back in to ask him something, is that Tuesday's our show. Tuesday we'll be, you know, taking callers. We, sh- we would have taken callers on this show. It, we just got too involved. So please know that, you know, we're back on on Tuesday. Also, uh, Grant, what I wanted to tell you in that is, you know, you have the, I always feel there's always uh, that scale of justice. So I feel someone, you're right, I totally agree, with, we're going to get reset, unfortunately, unfortunately in some things. Um, like, here's a, a good example. My son won't take his phone in whenever he goes somewhere because he wants to get to know that person. When you have a phone, how many times do you see people in restaurants, and probably including me, texting? So the communication is false communication because if you look at children, adults, and people anymore, 
they rely so much on that phone. That's their social life that being person to person or actually having a conversation or sitting down to a meal with a family is really obsolete. You know, I'm sure there's plenty of people who do it, but it's really obsolete in our society at this point. So I'm not yeah. saying if it's good or bad. Is there the good things? Grant and I, you wouldn't, and I wouldn't be able to communicate. Brenda and you wouldn't be able to communicate. Jerry and everyone else, we were taken through continents to be able to do this. But what happened is I think when we have good things, instead of having good things, there always has to be dark to a light. And sometimes you, the light is always going to prevail, but it wasn't worth what the darkness came in for is what, what I feel with all this technology. So um, we have about a minute, and I wanted to ask my Archangel Michael and you to anything that you can lend us to close the show, we would really appreciate well, I just want to put it over from Michael that, you know, the, the biggest words that he can put forward is love thyself, be calm within oneself, and be true to yourself. I love that. Oh, my gosh. I cannot even tell you the word. And, I, you know, Michael must always be about love because, Brenda, have we ever said love this much on the show? <laughs> I love it. <laughs> I love it, too. So, uh, Grant, you brought such peace and calm and wonders to the show. We really appreciate it. We've got a minute left. I just want to tell everybody, Grant and Brenda and I, we do this for a living. Grant, please tell everyone, because you are one of the best, unbelievable evidential mediums that I've ever, ever, ever laid my eyes on or actually heard. So, please tell everybody how to get a hold of you. Even though we had our discussion of podcast today, you bring through so much. I, I'm in awe of everything. I want, I keep saying I want readings every day. So please tell everybody how to get a hold of you. You can get a hold of me and Michael at www.grant.collier.co.uk. I love that. And Brenda, please tell everyone that you are amazing medium psychic who brings intuitive things into our world which we need for medical purposes and for everything else you do unbelievable work so please tell everybody how to get a hold of you also um brenda brand psychic.com um and 330-209-7021 you can text me or call um and bonnie one quick question i think others may want to have this knowledge as how long does it take for your archives to come up do you know it's instantaneous. As soon as I end the show, it's up. It is? Because so it didn't let do that last week. Yeah. It didn't? No. So that's why I was wondering. Okay. 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 Well, you, I don't, you know, you could ask me and I could, uh, the only thing I know, because I never, except I, I do send them out. Some people at request, if they don't have internet, if I could send it to their phone. So, and I do. So I would maybe give it an hour. I'm not quite sure. I don't know why it isn't instantaneous. But, you know, I'm going to check with this show because it's okay. important. And I know there was a lot of people who wanted to re rehear it. So I'm going to go into the show and see if I could send it. If I could send it, it's instantaneous. But I want to thank you, Grant. Also, you can get a hold of me at Albers A-L-B-E-R-S, 714 at AOL.com. Please put in that message, show, because I get so many messages 
And if you just even want to comment on the show, you want to let us know what you'd like to hear, even though we have our minds of our own, we would love to know what you think of the show, what you feel of the show, what you want to hear, if we're bringing out what you desire, what is good for, you know, if you have a, a question or you have subject you want us to bring up, then there's probably other people who would want that same thing. And also, you can get a hold of me, or if you need to ask me about anybody on the show, I'd be more than happy to give you that information. We are officially off the air. I want to thank you, too. You rock the house every time you're here, and we will see you next Tuesday. And thank you so much for your patience, calm, and everything that you bring to the show. And again, I'm, we're in awe of you, Archangel Michael, and Grant, thank you for being his vessel, and we so appreciate it. Have a great day. And everyone, remember karma drama. Don't have any in your life. Learn the karma of the karma. So I love that, everyone. I will see you here next Tuesday. I'm going to try to learn lessons here. Bye, everyone. Bye. Thanks, Bonnie. Bye. Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.